Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, I am doing one of my favorite things that I get to do with you, which is bring you in to a actual, to an actual real coaching call with me and my amazing members. And the reason why I wanted to share this conversation with you guys is because it is about one of my favorite, favorite, favorite topics to coach on and really to strategize on, as I believe there's a difference between strategy and coaching. Um, So this is kind of a, a mix of both. This is like a strategy session and a coaching session, but it's on your offers. And the reason why I love talking about this so much. And I love this topic is not only how important it is to the trajectory of growing and scaling your business, but it's also something that I think it sounds really simple. And I think that a lot of us feel like we know what our offer is, but we actually don't have the right offer. And that's the reason why we don't see growth. That's the reason why we don't you know, make the sales that we want. That's the reason why we don't create the impact that we desire because what we think we are offering is really not what our offer is or what our offer should be, or it's not the offer that our ideal prospect actually wants from us. And so that is what today's inside coaching call scoop conversation is about. I walk through uh, offers with my members and I help them figure out what it is that they're offering, if it's the right offer, and how to scale that. And so I want to bring you into that conversation. You're going to hear a nice little bit of it today. And then I would love to know from you, once you listen to this conversation, what do you think your offer is? Do you feel like you have really hit the nail on the head with your offer? Do you feel like there could be something missing that you can work through? Because as I always say, and you'll, you'll hear me say it in this conversation, it's usually one of three things. You either have the wrong offer or you're trying to offer it to the wrong person, right? Which means you have the wrong prospect or you don't have your marketing dialed in. And then that's another piece to the sales puzzle. So I want you to kind of be thinking about that when you hear this coaching conversation and and how it applies to where you're at today. All right, let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? So before we get started today, I wanted to share a few things um, that I think just kind of come up around this time. Um, you know, really, no matter where you're at in the journey, um, a lot of things that happen that we start to see is that you dive into a program like this, and then a few things can happen. You can jump in, you can be eager, you can ask questions, you can be assertive, you can be all of those things, or you can be someone who completely like clams up and freezes, right? (laughs) And then you're not showing up to the calls, you're not asking the questions. And then when that happens, you're not getting the help that you need. And so one of the things I wanted to encourage you all to remember is that we are all here to bring service into the world. And we're all here to be leaders, right? Leaders of our community, leaders of the offers that we're creating, leaders in our space. Um, Followers don't follow followers, right? Who do they follow? They follow leaders. 
So if you are wanting to grow your community, if you are someone who's like, I want to grow, but I can't get seen, I can't get in front of people, I don't know what's happening, you have to ask yourself, am I actually leading? Is this actually beginning with me? Am I actually showing up? Am I asking questions? Am I thinking about how this can work for me instead of thinking that nothing works for me? And that's why I started off our welcome video with a conversation about this, because this is tends to happen as you go along your growth and as you really start to dive in. And so for all of you who may be feeling all of those feelings of this isn't working, I'm not getting anywhere, you have to remember to ask yourself, am I actually showing up? Am I leading by example? Uh, am I asking the questions that I need to ask questions? Or am I expecting people to be mind readers <laughs> and like come into my brain and know what I need help with, right? So this is really about keeping the focus on yourself because the second that we go into that place of not feeling enough or and feeling like a poster or starting to compare, it doesn't serve us at all. Well, really it can serve. It can serve us by giving us the excuses that we need to not really have to show up, Right. But how is it serving us in a positive way? And how is it serving us in a way that actually gets us to step into that leadership role that we're wanting so badly and gets us to start leading the community that we're wanting to lead? And so that is one thing that I want to leave you guys with as you go into this spring, this new quarter, this new season of letting it begin with you and asking yourself, you know, am I really showing up? Are there ways that I could show up differently? Are there ways that I could show up in a way that is more beneficial and is in more service to what I want to do? Do my followers, do my, do my community, do they know that I'm here? Do they know that I have what it is that they need? And am I showing up and making sure that they know that I offer that, right? So that's what I want to really encourage you all to do in this in this season of re, rebirth and spring and renewal, that it really does have to begin with you. And if you start to find yourself, which is so common and so normal, you know, slipping into that fear, slipping into that scarcity mindset, slipping into the nothing's working for me, this isn't working for me, I can't figure this out, that's when you know that you have to raise your hand and you have to ask for help. And you have to get the support that you're looking for. And you can do that in our coaching calls. You can do that in the Facebook community. You can now do that offline with our one-on-one -on -one private coaching, which is amazing. So for those who you know don't know that yet, we are now offering one-on-one -on -one private coaching that you get once you've been a member for 30 days, I believe. And you get to talk to some of our incredible coaches on any of these kinds of problems that come up, right? Of like, I, I can't make a decision or I don't know which decision to make, or I feel really stuck about going in this direction, or I thought this was going to work and it doesn't seem to be working and I don't know what to do. That, that is that container and that place to support you there as well. So I am excited for that. It's going to be amazing. I think that some of you have already had some one-on-one -on -one calls and really love them. And so I'm excited to see what else unfolds with that. I am going to start streaming now into our group. All right. So today I would love to talk about offers. I'm really excited. This is probably my favorite topic because it is super actionable. And um, I get down and dirty. I love to do what's kind of called offer audits. If you don't want to talk about offers today, we don't have to. You can bring me whatever it is that you want. But this is kind of where we get to start testing things out. 
and seeing what sticks and seeing what doesn't stick and getting really, really clear on what it is that we in fact offer. So with that said, if you guys want to raise your blue hands over on the side and I can start calling some of you out, supporting you, I'm going to give everybody roughly six minutes or so. If you need more than that, we can take more than that, but usually that's all we need. Sometimes we even need less. So who would like to go first? Hey. Hi. Um, so I'm working on my first product. Um, I'm doing an ebook for like a Seattle travel guide ebook. Um, I've just been thinking a lot about what people are asking me for. And um, is it... It seems less intimidating for me to write an ebook than a course. So that's why I'm trying to slowly get into this. But anyways, um, my what I'm stuck on is the price point. So this is perfect to talk about this. Um, I researched over the weekend what other people are selling theirs for. You can find a lot of Seattle travel guides on Amazon for like $14. Um, but I'm feeling like I'm doing a lot of work into this book, and that's not a lot of money to sell it for. <clears throat> So I'm not, I was originally thinking $9.99, but it's, yeah, I'm doing, I'm putting a lot of effort into this and I'm making this, my specialization is it's a locals guidebook. It's not someone who visited for a weekend and some author that wrote about it. So I'm really trying to zone in on that, but I'm so stuck on the selling price of it. Okay. So if you want to talk about products today, that's, I'm cool to do that with you, but first I need to know what it, what are you, what's your offer? Um, I'm, I'm not sure what it would be. So not, not selling the book. An ebook is a product. Right. Okay. What's your offer? Um, I don't know then. I'll have to rethink about that. <laughs> I think, sorry, I got the two okay. words confused. Yeah. So an, the offer is, is the foundation of what it is you're selling. So for example, my offer that I offer people is basically a career that they get to create and make for themselves. Now the products and the way in which I do that is courses, coaching, workshops, masterminds, et cetera, right? But my offer is that dream come true. So if you're wanting to create an, a, a product, which is an ebook of a guide, what is the dream come true that you're offering to someone who would buy that product? I guess it would be the, them having the confidence to plan their own trip here, if that would okay. Make sense. So the, so your dream, so the offer that you're selling to someone is confidence. Right. Being able to visit somewhere maybe they've never been before and having the confidence to plan that trip. Okay. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. And then what are your questions? Yeah, I just, I feel like it's kind of like you're wanting to focus on the bells and whistles without really having a strong foundation in place. You're like Mm -hmm. pricing this, this, this. And then I'm like, what's your offer? And you're like, I don't know. So it's like, we got to get really clear on what it is that we're offering first. So then we can kind of dive into that. So what is it that if, if someone doesn't feel confident with planning a trip, how are you delivering that to them and your product? I'm trying to cover every possible question they may have um, when planning their trip. So they like where to stay, what to do. Um, so they feel more confident instead of, I've seen a lot of people that I talk to feel overwhelmed with planning a trip and they just don't do it. So they never end up going somewhere. So that's why I keep saying, like, I want to give them confidence to have this knowledge so they can choose how to make their itinerary. So is it confidence or is it like clarity or confusion? Um, I, I guess the combination. I'm um, empowering them with the knowledge of how to plan their trip. And do you see a, cause to me, it's like, I mean, confidence is something that is a very valuable offer, mm-hmm. but to me, like a travel guide, it's like, is that really someone's like dream come true? Right. Yeah. I guess I was looking at it as it helps solve a problem. Like a question that I often get, like, where do I go? What should I say? What, where should I stay? What should I see? So that's what I, I guess that's how I was thinking of solving their problem. Like that. Yeah. Way. Are they, why are they, why are they having that problem? Because they don't have confidence. They don't have confidence um, in traveling to new places and it makes them anxious to try to plan a trip on their own. And they're overwhelmed by all the choices online. So I was trying to give them like a one-stop shop. So is it overwhelm or is it, because like to me, when you say confidence, like I, and and I'm, I'm just not your ideal prospect. So that's fine. You can like take this with a grain of salt, but I'm having a hard time buying into that. It's like, I don't not go somewhere because I don't feel confident, but I may not go on a trip because I feel confused or I feel overwhelmed or like, I don't have all my ducks in a row. Right. So that's what I'm, I'm trying to get really clear on. Like, what is it that you're offering them? Sure. I think overwhelm is a good word. That's what I've encountered. A lot of people who message me, they're very overwhelmed. Okay. And how do you even start to plan this trip? So the dream come true that you're offering them is basically like their dream vacation in a box. Right. They don't need to spend hours and hours looking at all these different websites and trying to have everything they may potentially want to know in one thing. Okay. Um, and you're clear on what all of those things are. Yeah. Okay. I spend a lot of time researching that. Okay. So, um, how much do you think it's worth? Um, I mean, as I, I'm halfway through finishing it. It's getting longer and longer as I keep working on it. So the more, I don't know. Yeah. Is it getting longer and longer because they actually need that information or is it getting longer and longer because you just keep putting a bunch of information in there without knowing 
what should be left in there and what shouldn't be. No, I think I did. I was missing information that was needed before. Um, I, I kind of, yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty confident in what the outline is. Like, I don't think there's too much fluff in there. I think it is like essentials, like how to get around and things like that. Um, okay. So the the more I worked on it this week, and I'm like, this is really valuable information, especially from a local insider's perspective. Uh, so now I feel like it is worth more than $9.99. Okay. I just feel like that's not a lot of money for all the work I'm doing. I would agree. So what is? <laughs> I don't know. I know it's hard. This is my very first product. Um, like I would say 20, but even at that seems low saying that out loud. Okay. What feels good saying out loud? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, is it that you don't know or that you're afraid to price it what you want to price it as because then you're afraid that people are going to think it's too high and then they're not going to invest? Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I have no idea what I think people would actually pay for it. Right. I think and I don't, between 20 and 30. Okay. And that's the thing. I don't know what people would pay for it either. Right. How, how right. do we figure that out? By making an offer and then changing it if needed. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Do you need support around just making the offer? Or do you feel like you can do that? Um, no, I think this has been good because now I can kind of tailor the book to, and my landing page towards what we talked about, like confusion um, yep. in planning the trip and how I'm solving that for them. Yep. And I would just be thinking about like, what is every um, uncomfortable feeling someone has when it comes to planning a trip? Like right. that is what you're solving, right? And then I would pick a, pick a number make an offer, learn from your nose, pivot, tweak, and then make more. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. And I do want to preface, like, I don't, I don't want to come in or or make you guys feel like, okay, here's my offer. Now criticize it. Right. (laughs) I'm just, I'm wanting you to get really great at making offers. And the way that you do that is by making an offer, even if you don't have all the answers and getting the feedback. That's how we learn. All right. Hi. Hi. Um, Okay. So I'm a physician assistant and I help um, students who want to be physician assistants get into physician assistant school. Um, So I am basically a coach for them. And I... um, So I've been doing well, but I joined this course and my offer recently was for a workshop um, called Conquer CASPA with Confidence. CASPA is the application system, the centralized application system for um, those who are applying to PA school. And it's complex. um, And usually students have lots of questions about... um, you know, this process. And I I get asked these same questions over and over and over. So I decided to create a workshop for this. And I asked my audience about it on social media um, in terms of interest. And I had, you know, 150 people sign sign the, you know, um, like kind of give me their email and say they were interested in this. Um, so I said, okay, well, great. And I did, you know, a small focus group of some of my clients and said, would you be willing to pay $99 for this? They said, you know, yes, I, you know, I budgeted for this, blah, blah, blah. So what I did was I 
So that what I'm offering with the workshop is basically the ability to go through this whole application process from start to finish and feel confident and successful with what they submit and answer all their questions. So basically taking them, you know, through the whole thing. Um, and so I basically sent out this offer to my text community of, you know, about 400, uh, free PAs and, um, to the 150 people on the list saying the first, you know, um, 20 registrants would get 10% off. And then after that it would go up. Um, and so far 25 people have registered, <laughs> which is great, but I just thought it was going to be more. And the, I thought that price point of $99 was actually pretty good given the amount of time that's going to go into this and the amount of time and work. Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately I want to repurpose this into, you know, more of a course. So I thought it would be more, but now I'm not sure what I'm missing. Cause I felt like I built it up pretty well, like on my social media and said what it was going to be and, and all of that. And now I'm thinking the price point's too high and I'm not willing to go low. <laughs> eh, price point's not too high. They just don't see the value in what it is that you're offering. So okay. that's what I want to talk about. So I first want to, I want to get, I want to get clear on like the expectation piece, right? Because expectations right. are just premeditated resentments anyway, right? Sure. Yeah. So like we go in with like this expectation and then it doesn't happen right out the gate. And then we're like, oh my God, it's the price. It's the price. It's always the price, right? I was like, like, it's, the price. it's never the value or the offer or, or something that, you know, it's, it's always the price. And so our brains immediately go discount the price, decrease the price, because I'm afraid of people telling me no. So I want right. to make it, I want to make it as cheap as possible, but it's not yeah. about it being cheap. So people don't buy something because it's too expensive. They don't buy something because they don't see the value and the price mm -hmm. in which it's offered. So okay. first piece here. And this is kind of for all of you. You have to be super careful when you're analyzing your own specific experience to try and sell that to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's just not compelling. So you want to sell them something compelling. And so to me, it's like, you have to, again, we go back to like, what is, what is, your, what is the dream come true that you're offering them, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to make sure that it is the most compelling thing. And it's like, and that, that begins with you. You have to lead that. Like you have to be mm -hmm. so passionate about them becoming PAs. Right. Mm -hmm. And that you have to just, you have to have so much joy in it. And it's like with me, like I, I'm so passionate about you guys building the business of your dreams and making so much money about it. I'm so passionate about it. I talk about it all the time. I talk about making money. I talk about how great money is. I talk about business and the freedom that it bestows on you because I genuinely love it so much. That is the type of, of energy and excitement that you have to bring into what it is that you're offering them. Because okay. that's when they're going to start to see the value pieces. So it, it first starts with you and like your own belief system and your own confidence of what it is that you're offering. And it's like, this is the best thing in the market for PAs hands down. You're not going to find anyone better than you. You're not going to find anything better than this. And you mm -hmm. have to go in with just like that staunch masculine okay. energy type of confidence, right? Mm -hmm. That's the first piece. And then the second piece, when it comes to the actual products that you're delivering, if your expectation was that, you know, out of those hundred or whatever leads that you had, 
We got 25, right? Which first I want to like celebrate that because that, that is- was, I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a 75% conversion. I mean, I'm sorry. That's yeah. a 25% conversion, right? So that's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. But for that other 75% that you're wanting to convert, do you know why they said no? Um, some of them said, I just can't afford it right now, which, you know, I get it. Um, and then others, there was no real response. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think that they can't afford it? Um, I actually think that some people can't, um, you know, a lot of these people are young and they're students and they don't have a lot of money yet. They'll spend $1.50 a day on Starbucks. So, you know, there's that. Um, It may just be like, where again, they just don't see the value in investing in their business in that way right now. And if that is the truth, then those really aren't your leads. Like if if someone realistically, honestly, guys does not have the money to, to invest in what it is that you're offering them. That is not your prospect. Like, right. Get them off, get them off the list, get them out, like get them out of the way because that's your, you have to remember your prospect, your prospect is someone who wants to happily pay you for what it is that you're offering. Yeah. And that's something I try to keep that bug in my head that you always say, like, that's not your person. And I'm, it's a hard thing for me to do. Um, but it's, I, it's like, you got to look at the, it's your, it's either the wrong prospects, the wrong mm-hmm. offer or the marketing hasn't been dialed in correctly. So I think with right. you, like, I think that you actually have a lot of the right prospects. Now you may have some that are yeah. not right, but you do have the right. So mm-hmm. I would be trying to figure out how can you multiply the right prospects? Yeah. And then what are ways in which you can increase the value so you don't have to decrease the price. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. The other thing is to, you know, it's not for another couple, not for another couple of weeks. So I felt that I could, you know, maybe add some additional things or just build more excitement, you know, over the next, there is nothing like this. There is nothing like nobody has done this. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that that's part of it. And, you know, I just need to maybe be more vocal on my social channels about that. And just, cause that's where all my leads come from. <laughs> right. Well, and, and again, like that's, that's getting the marketing dialed in, but that's and yeah. mark, an important piece of this, but that's not necessarily value. So it's okay. like, what are the other things that you could include in the program bonuses? Okay. Yeah, that's true. That, that make it such a no brainer value for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll give you an example of how, you know, we've just done this. Like we had a lot of feedback from people saying like, we love the group. We love this. We love this. But I would love the possibility of like having a private Mm one-on-one opportunity just to talk to somebody, right? Just whenever I can. And so instead of me being like, oh my gosh, like this isn't possible. I'm going to have to, it's like, no, Julie, how, how can I make this possible? What would this look like for me to add this value piece on without raising the price for people, right? Mm -hmm. Because that just makes it like super valuable. Not Mm -hmm. only am I giving people the one thing now that they said that like, that's the reason why they weren't investing, but I'm doing it at the same price that it's always been. And so like, that's just on me as the CEO, like, how can I make, like, how can I make that possible? So with you just think about what, and it may, that may not be, I mean, that's just one example. Sure. What is in your wheelhouse? What is actually tangible and actually possible for you to add and to create, to give someone the value that is needed for them to say, mm-hmm. oh, this is a no-brainer. And not, yeah, a, not even that it's a no-brainer, but it's like, I'm getting a Mercedes for the price of a Honda. Sign me up. Right. right? 
<laughs> that's true. I think what a lot of them do want is one-on-one time because that's what I, that's what I, that's my whole business is one-on-one coaching. And I have two other coaches that, you know, work with me. Um, and I think they want that. That's just not something I can really give them right now. I'm so booked with that, which is wonderful, but like maybe yeah, coming up I, with something. Yeah. I would also get curious. Cause like, you're also just kind of, and that could be true, but there's other things too. That's like, I want you to learn from the nose because you said yeah. that like, some of the people you think realistically, realistically couldn't buy. And then there was this other group yeah. of people that like, you have no idea why they said no to you. No. Yeah. That's a hundred percent your responsibility to figure out why they said no to you. And if you don't know that, if no one knows why people are saying no to you, then you're like, that is your job. (laughs) It is your job to know why people are saying no to you. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I never asked. How do I find that out? It's like you ask. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay. I understand. You don't want to invest in this. May I ask you why? Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's what um, we do. I can, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> not like it's, and some people may respond, some people may not, but the goal is, and that's why I said for month three, when we talk about offers, my goal is for you guys to go out and make 100 offers with the goal. It's not to get 100 yeses. It would be great to be like, Hey, I got 25 yeses and I got 75 no's. And this is what the 75 no's, this is the feedback that the 75 no's gave me. And now with this feedback, I'm going to go and I'm going to pivot and tweak and change and and make the changes that I need to make to the offer and make it more valuable. So it becomes a no brainer for them next time. And then you can go back out and reoffer it to them. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much. So my offer is, um, well, here's sort of my, this is going to sort of piggyback similar issue. My emails, I don't feel like have a great click through rate and that sort of thing. My issue is my ideal customer is only pregnant for nine months and then, you know, needs newborn products for a little while later. How can I sort of, how would you recommend I give them my value and my offer, um, you know, quickly, succinctly. And, you know, I don't have all this, you know, months and months to really nurture people is sort of my issue. What do you mean you don't have months to nurture people? Well, I do just started really the, um, messaging or emailing, but I just feel like, I don't know. I'm worried that it's, that I don't have enough time to get to them and to really display my value before they're, you know, going to purchase something else or have their baby and be totally like busy. So if someone is busy, that means that, that, what does that mean about you and your offer? Oh, well, I don't just that they're not going to be as I mean, I guess not. I see what you're saying. It's still a valuable offer, whether they're busy or not. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I offer stuff to people all day long who are busy. Like doesn't okay. keep me from not making offers. Like, right. I, so you're... I, my, my job is to make offers and to be a solution provider for their problems. It's not, it's not my job to be like, wait, wait a second. What if they're supposed to have a baby tomorrow? I need to like hurry up and get in. Like that's the scarcity mindset, right? Okay. No, that, that makes sense. Um, and I think it makes me feel good to know that, like, I know that I have something that people want. I can be aggressive. I can, you know, your pro be aggressive pro email, you know, as many times as you. And here's the thing. It's like, you've got to make sure that you have a good niche and a good group of people, right? Like you've got to make sure that you have the right offer and you're offering it to the right people. You don't want to be cold calling people against their (laughs) will, right? Like it has to be people actually like raise their hand and said, like, I want what it is that you're offering me. Right. So we need people that are actually, we need people that have actually raised their hand and are interested in what it is that you're offering. Then 
we start to make the offers. That's why nurturing your list is so important. I mean, the first two years of my business, all I did was nurture my list. That's all I did. Like you have to have the time to do that. And you have to see the value in taking the time to do it. This is a, this is a long game, right? And I'm still nurturing my list and I will continue to nurture my list until the day that I don't have a business anymore. That is a massive part of my job is to care and nurture the people that I want to show up for and serve. It's not just about selling to them. It's about being nurturing to them, hence nurturing your list. And so it's either like you have to give yourself the time for that, but if they're not opening your emails, that's when you have to go back to say like, is it the wrong offer? Is it the wrong prospect? Or is it, or is it the the marketing's not dialed in? Because they may just, they may not be interested in you. We don't know that because you haven't made you haven't made enough offers yet and gotten enough no's for us to figure that out. But they have to be interested in you and what it is that you're offering. They have to raise their hand and show interest before you can even offer it to them. Like you can't I, just go out into the world and be like, hey, people who I haven't really nurtured and, and who haven't really expressed interest in me yet, I want to sell you this and call it an offer. <laughs> you know, it's like those people aren't listening. They need, they need you to nurture them and you need to build your list. That's the first step is you need to go out and find the people and offer them something interesting so that they join your list. And that's a free, a free thing, right? An opt-in, a freebie. Then you make them an offer for your product. You have to build the niche first. But I am right to assume that if they have joined my list, I can be like, here's why I'm valuable. Here's why I'm valuable. Here's why I'm valuable. Okay. You're, you're in the building phase. Like you have to build the group first, which you're doing mm-hmm. of people that have said, yes, I'm interested in what you have, whether that's something free that you offered them or they heard you on a podcast, whatever brought them to the list, right? Yeah. They're the right person. You nurture them. Then you make them an offer. That's called list building. That's called lead building, right? You have to get your leads on your list first. Then you make a, an offer. So if you guys feel like it's not, it's not working. It's probably because you haven't given yourself a long enough runway to build, to lead build. And, um, I just want to make sure I'm nurturing correctly. That is providing them with one, my products, but two little, um, say a blog post on what to expect, or, you know, little things. Just value. What do they find? Just value. So how I nurture my list, I provide free podcast episodes. I provide free workshops. I provide, you know, I invite them to panels and things like that, that I'm a part of. I invite them to clubhouse discussions. I invite them to Instagram lives that I do, you know, anything that they find valuable that I know is valuable. It's not just about like throwing something up on the wall and seeing if it sticks. And then I make them an offer. Now I've been doing this for going on seven years now. So I've I've had seven years of nurturing the list. So now I can I can make offers faster because I have years of this nurturing behind me. But in the beginning, I did nothing for 18 months, but just offer free value with blog opt-ins before I started my podcast. And then I did, you know, a good 12 months of podcast episodes. And then, and then throughout that was slowly growing, you know, my offer, but I was lead building the entire time. Okay. So it's just a, it's slow going. We just need to keep doing. I guess it sounds like a lot of us keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a like, like, and you have to think of it at this. And I'm sure that you guys get this too. Like I have people solicit me all the time, right? Like Pottery Barn, et cetera, sending me emails, telling me to buy their crap all the time. And I just ignore them. Right. 
because I haven't necessarily told Pottery Barn that I'm interested in like all of their stuff all the time. But that's very different than me seeing an ad or me being part of a group or me listening to a podcast episode and me seeing someone or something that I'm super interested in, clicking on it and saying, yes, I want more of that. So if you're trying to build your list, you have to offer something of value to them first, you know, um, and, and then, you, and then you go from there. Um, and, and a lot of that is free content. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Awesome. Hello. Hello. Okay. My offer is a happy bedtime for toddlers and preschoolers. Um, so good sleep, good overnight sleep and a happy bedtime for toddlers and preschoolers in a way that leaves parents feeling like really good about their handling, how they're handling it. Okay. What that what you wanted? Oh, I don't know. I thought, I thought I was just supposed to tell you my offer. Okay. I think that's good. Do you want feedback from me or are you just sharing? No, I want feedback. Yeah. Give me all okay. the feedback. Um, so here's the thing. And I'm just, I'm saying this just as a mom, your yeah. offer for what you do, you're not offering it to that four month old baby who has no sense of consciousness. You're offering sanity to the parent, right? Because you're getting that house to sleep. Yeah. So I think what you could be offering in just a more simplified way is, you know, sleep. <laughs> that is a dream come, come true for parents who just had babies. Yeah. Um, you know, rest, recovery, you know, what are those, what are those when, when, when people, when the moms come to you and they're just like, Katie, I am, I'm at the end of my rope. Mm -hmm. I would anything to get this child to sleep because I feel so blank, right? Tired, overwhelmed, exhausted. Like to me, I think the problem that you solve is, is exhaustion. And how you overcome that is through your sleep method. Yeah, no, I think exhaustion, I think, um, like, so I'm, I'm trying to pivot to the toddler preschooler age. Right. So the kiddo, so the, a little bit older kiddos. And, um, I do agree. I think it's exhaustion. I think it's like frustration. I think it's, yeah. It's, okay. So I need to think of those kinds of words. That yeah. And you're, you're not like, it's not the, the toddler that's buying this. It's the parent. Correct. Your yeah. So, so the, your prospect is the parent, obviously. And so the offer has to be for them. And I also think that just, you may have like, I don't want to say necessarily two different offers, but the messaging is going to be different because the needs of a newborn or an infant sleeping is going to be vastly different than the needs of a toddler or a preschool age and like totally. whatever sleeping issues they may be having. Right. Um, so I would think on that a little bit more. Yeah. So right now I'm only doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm going to continue doing one-on-one -on -one coaching for like the zero to one mm -hmm. year old age and mm -hmm. the toddlers and preschoolers I'm trying, I'm going to continue to offer one-on-one -on -one at a higher price, but I'm going to move more towards group coaching. And, um, and that's really where I'm going to like spend all of my, my energy, like getting people to buy in. Um, I guess another question, um, so I think I'm like kind of stuck. So I've, I've known for a while that I want to do this and I'm, I've been like trying to get all my ducks in a row with like 
my emails and offer more opt-ins and I'm working on offering more value on Instagram and emails and things like that. Um, and I am like, I'm ready to like write my webinar, but I feel like I'm just like nervous to take that next step. Like, like I'm not, I don't feel overwhelmed about doing the group stuff. Like I'm confident I'll figure that part out, like the logistics of group coaching. But I think like the, the webinar and like selling this new offer, like getting it out to more people. Cause right now everyone just finds me. Like I, like I show up on social media and emails, but, but people just find me, I guess, like with Google searches or, or recommendations from friends or like mom's groups. So I guess I'm nervous about like doing the webinar, getting my, I don't know, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm stuck there. And I know that's probably in my own head, but. Well, I just, I think it goes back to that compelling piece, right. Of like, what do they get at the end? What do they want? What's the result? Right. And so it's like, you know, what does the dream come true? I want to lose weight. I want to stop drinking. I want to be rich. I want to be free. You know, whatever that is for somebody. Um, and I think that, you know, what that is for your prospect. So you pick that and then, and then, and then that's when you kind of dive into it. And so instead of, instead of kind of starting to feel overwhelmed and getting all the thing about, oh, I'm afraid of this. If you, if you keep your focus on what is the result that I'm promising, what are the solutions that they're getting at the end of this and keep your eye on that, that helps all the other fluff and stuff will go out of the way mm-hmm. because you're, you're here to speak to them on a workshop, webinar, what have you to share with them the offer that you have, which gets them their dream come true, which gets them the results that they're wanting. Yeah. And so you have to be specific and you've got to make it compelling. And I think that that's a lot of times it's like, we're afraid to like really show up and be seen and be significant, which is like the one thing that all of our prospects want. They want to feel seen and significant, but if we're not leading that, and if we're not letting that begin with us, then we're just like, okay, we'll play small and we'll, we'll make this really kind of offer that seems kind of blah and boring because we don't want to be compelling because compelling is big and bold and loud, but that's what is needed in order for them to see the value in what it is that you're offering. Right. And it's like, you have a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of experience. Like, I think that that's something else that just really honoring that and how long you've been in this business and you have a mountain of results and testimonials, like let the testimonials speak, you know, yeah. go back to all of those parents that you have helped over the years. You have a mountain, like that alone is content. You've got a mountain of that. And yeah. it's just like all in that workshop. I pepper testimonials. in. even if you want to go through, go through my pitch it perfect webinar and just watch it from like a contextual standpoint. Watch yeah, I did that with, the influencer, I, I watched your influencer Academy one the other day. Yes. Watch the pitch it perfect one. We just updated it like six months ago and okay. it's, it's boom, boom. I mean, it's, it's value, but then there's so much value in, in the results that you're promising. And there's no one better to share that than people who have actually seen the results from your offer. Yeah. Um, with the webinar, like, do you, I guess my, my other question is like, how do I get people to know that I'm other than like, I'm going to put it on my social media. I'm going to put it on my emails, but like, and, I, and I'm, 
don't know, like, how do I get other people to see it? Like, do I need to, like, I, I did watch Pitch It Perfect because I'm trying to, like, I was going to try to, like, pitch myself to some, like, influencers to see if, like, people that have toddlers or preschoolers with sleep problems, like, if I could, like, do this for free for, like, let them be part of the group for free or even do one-on-one -on -one coaching for free and, like, do that. But, like, do, do you think that's a good idea? Do you, like, how else can I get people to see this webinar? How you get people to see a webinar is you create a really compelling webinar and you offer it over and over and over and over again. And you learn from the nose and yeah. then you take the webinar and you make it more compelling and more compelling and more compelling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not like, I'm not afraid of nose. Like I, I'm, I'm very confident that like what I offer is a great like service. Like I can get results. I, I'm very confident in that. Like, and I'm not afraid of no's. Like I, if, if I'm not the right person for you, like that's totally fine. I guess I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's just like doing, like, I've never had to offer to like a mass group of people. Like I've only offered to people that call me and want, like are interested in talking to me, you know what I mean? So I think it's just kind of a dip, but I don't know. I just need to do it. And like, I don't know if I get like three people in the first group, I guess that, that's just what it is, but that's a win. That's three yeses. And then, and then it's also a win that you're going to get however many no's that we get to learn about. Yeah. All right. I'll let you move on with the next person. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right. I'll see you again. Same time, same place next week.